Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. Have you allowed yourself to feel beautiful as a mom? Have you walked through the fire to bring glory into the kingdom of God? Today, I'm talking to one of my amazing kingdom friends. You're going to get to hear from Carrie Lehman from Texas. She is the founder of Savvy Bohem Skincare and the Made to Become Vision Building course. And she's passionate about building beauty brands and beautiful people and helping people take their passion and core values and find a vehicle perfectly suited to carry them all. She's also going to help you understand that everything beautiful and that attracts you should have a greater purpose that brings glory to God. Listen in to learn the purpose of what Carrie calls preeminent beauty in using attraction and desire to bring glory to the Lord. Before we dig into all of that though, I want to make sure you know about a unique once in a lifetime opportunity for inner healing. I'm currently attending a powerful and intensive prophetic healing training program. And in order to complete my mentorship hours, I'm booking the next 24 sessions for free. These sessions are valued at $125 each. And so for those of you that don't know what is heart healing and who needs it, I love this quote from John and Mark Stanford from the Charisma Magazine. They say inner healing is actually the application of the crucified and resurrected life of Jesus Christ and his blood to those parts of my heart and yours that did not fully, quote unquote, get the message when we first received Jesus as Savior. Because some areas deep in our hearts have not believed and accepted the good news of our death and rebirth in him, the fullness of his work has not yet happened for us. So inner healing is just really getting access to the full benefits of what Jesus paid for on the cross. Healing and becoming whole is a process. We don't train for battle in times of war, but we train in times of peace. Don't wait until things get really bad to learn how to connect with the Lord and receive his healing. This is not an issue of whether we're saved or not. Salvation is a free gift, but working out our salvation is very different from working for our salvation. Inner healing is a tool that we can use to partner with Holy Spirit to renew our minds, to step into breakthrough and freedom. Why? So we can love the Lord with our whole heart, whole mind, and whole strength and soul. So prophetic healing is about creating a space for the Lord to meet with the parts of us that desperately need that complete healing that only he can bring so we can live from our whole hearts. All right, so you can book your personal session with me at calendly.com forward slash healthy whole mom. But remember to book fast as I'm only doing 24 sessions free and then sessions will be offered at full price. Welcome to the Covered Beloved podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in.
All right. Yay. I love having Kingdom Sisters on my show because God works in incredible ways and crosses our paths at just the right moment. So Carrie and I first met through 100X, which is a movement of kingdom entrepreneurs founded by Pedro Deo. And we've known each other for a couple of years now, but I just remember recognizing the beauty she radiated both inside and outside. And Carrie is the founder of Savvy Bohemi. It's preeminent skincare and also made to become vision building course. Her passion is building beauty brands and beautiful people and helping people take their passions and core values and find the vehicle perfectly suited to carry them all. She's using all of her gifts to drive her great vision now, and she's going to share with us today. I'm so excited. I knew I just had to have her on the show to share her story, her practicals on living out your divine calling, inner and outer beauty, getting unstuck, and so much more. So welcome, Carrie. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here. Awesome. Well, if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about you, what lights you up, what your hobbies are, and how you like to spend your free time. Okay. So um, I really, really enjoy researching. That's the, I think, the foundation of how I was able to build the companies that I built. And so in all, in almost all of my free time, I'm, I'm researching. I'm constantly trying to discover hidden truth in God's word and in God's creation. And uh, I love it when I find something, I always say, I look for the sacred in the secular. I love it when I see something that is just naturally occurring, you know, through, through nature or in a, even in a blog post yesterday or a Facebook post or something like that, I, I saw, I saw something and it just, you know, uncovered a whole lot of secrets that the Lord was already revealing to me. So I love doing those types of things. I love creating anything. I love to make new things. And in my free time, I love doing nothing. I mean, like literally nothing. (laughs) I work hard and I play hard. I just want to sit and do nothing. I love that. And I think often we don't do that enough. It feels like this almost restlessness right? Sometimes that we have to just always be doing and doing. And so I love that you just like being. Yes, very much so. Awesome. So tell us more about your businesses, what you do for a living and your journey to getting to where you are today. Okay. So I have, um, I really have four businesses right now, but there are two that are, that are moving full speed ahead and the other two are in the birthing stage. So I have a, a natural skincare company and that has been with me for the last uh, 11 years now, I guess. And it started, I'm a cosmetologist and it started in a little salon on the side of my house. And I was making and giving away products that I was, you know, for my clients, I was using them on my clients and then I would just give it to them. And this skincare company birthed out of that. And that has been pretty consuming for the past 11 years, just getting that, you know, to the place to where it is now. And it uncovering there's a lot of growing and expanding within yourself to be able to take a business to where where you can see that it needs to go and so you know the bulk of the work that I've done with Savvy Bomb has been on myself <laughs> so you know it finally after after all of this time the last 2 years has really it's been rebuilding this brand and out of that process of becoming more the idea was that I was, you know, six years into this brand. And the idea was that I went to the Lord and said, okay, God, I'm ready for more. And he was like, no, you're not, but I can get you there. And, you know, he took me deep, deep, deep into 
into the kingdom realm and into this place where he, you know, just kind of took me apart and put me back together again and, you know, removed all the, all of the shakable things that, that it talks about in Hebrews 12, all the shakable things that needed to be shaken were shaken out. And, you know, then my, my legs were strengthened and my hands were strengthened. And through that process was the birth of Made to Become, which is my vision building course. And so, as I was going through the process, I journaled and I, I documented everything and I took note of everything that I heard from the Lord and I wrote it all out. And then when the process was kind of rounded out, I asked the Lord, how was I able to overcome all of those things? And he said, go look and look at your notes. And he showed me not only how that, how I overcame it, but then he said, now tell everyone. And so the result of that was I wrote out my notes into a, just an organized form and it turned into a vision building course. And so he gave me a series of conversations and a series of questions that I can use to talk to people. And as I, as they go through this process, I asked these questions and it just, God is so good that he reveals the seed, the gifting and the calling that's inside of them. And it reveals their passions and their core values and their great vision, you know, shows up. And so we map that out and, and then it goes into vision building after that. So those are the two things that I'm really working on a lot right now. But then uh, during the pandemic, at the very beginning of the pandemic, the Lord gave an idea to another girl that you and I both know, Morgan Goss. And she said, Hey, do you think that you can formulate this idea that I have? And I did. And then we've sent this product in testing. It's, it's been in a, in the scientific testing for the past several months and it's ready now. And so that's, that's getting ready to launch. And then a fourth one launched through that same very much COVID solution. So that's where we're at. Lots of businesses. That's amazing. And so thank you for sharing a little bit more too about how you found your vision. I just love how God doesn't waste anything. Like he took your growing and your stretching and your rebuilding. And he took that vision he gave you and he turned it into pro vision for you. And just even, yeah, with business, it's just the best personal development course. <laughs> you yeah, either taking absolutely. a current, current business model and working with that or creating it from scratch, but there's real life examples to grow us and not to harm us, but to prosper us in all ways, like relationships, family, business, health, finances, vision, and just helping growing other people too. So I love all of that. Okay. Would you mind sharing? Cause I'm sure there's times where you've gotten stuck along the way. Uh, what do you do when you are stuck? How do you get unstuck? So I do a couple of things. Actually, I do three three specific things. I, I didn't really know, notice that I did that, but I thought about it and was like, oh, this is what I do. So the first thing that I do when I'm stuck is I go to what I call a mental mentor. So I have two or three people, mentors that I do not have access to. I mean, you know, big people. And I imagine myself sitting with them. Like if I could have a phone call with them, I imagine myself asking these questions that I would ask them and having listened to them long enough, I know what they would say. And so I answer for them. And as I'm talking it out, I usually can get a pretty decent answer. Or I also do prophetic journaling. So I'll just sit down and I'll say, all right, Lord, we're stuck. What are we going to do? And I just let the Lord take the pen. And that actually works really, really well for me. The third thing that I do is a little bit odd, but it works also is when I just do not know what to do. And when those two things don't work, I take a nap. (laughs) 
And I say, Lord, would you tell me in my sleep? And when I wake up, I always know what to do. And this process takes, you know, half a day, half a day or a day. I used to have such a hard time making decisions. I mean, it took me a very, very long time. I would take weeks or months to consider something. And now I'll, I can make a big decision in 24 hours just by doing those things. Ultimately, what it is, it's tapping into the mind of Christ. You know, you do it in different ways. I'm doing it in different ways, but it's all the same. You know, we have the mind of Christ. I love the scripture that says, it used to be said that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, nor have entered the hearts of man all that the Lord has prepared for those who love him. But it goes on to say, but he has made, and now in these times, he's made known these things to you because the spirit lives inside of you and the spirit searches all things, even the mind of Christ. And then it says, you have the mind of Christ. And so, you know, the true strategy is I'm just, I'm just accessing the mind of Christ that's inside of me. We have information that's in us naturally just by researching and, you know, kind of like that mental mentor strategy that I use. It's like, I know what they would say because I've heard them say it, you know, I've, I've, uh, I listen enough and it's in me, but, and so that's kind of, I won't say it's cheating, but you're just accessing information that you already have. But if there's something you don't know, and you've never even heard it, God knows, and he's in you. And so that's when I really like, that's the place where you really got to pull out all the guns and just go straight into that. Jesus, give me your mind. So that's how I do it. I love that. Oh, so having a mental powwow that, you know, just God speaks through other people too. And so having their voice speak to you, you know, by him. And it's just amazing what prophetic journaling can do too. I, that's the first time I've heard that together like that, that term prophetic journaling, but it is just hearing God's voice. Right. And so, you know, we hear Jesus take the wheel. We're like, okay, Jesus, take the pen and tell me what you have to say. And then resting, gosh, that's such an incredible, just pause in the natural day to day to just rest and receive. So I love those three very practical, tactical tips yeah. for getting unstuck. I love that. Okay. Here's a question for you. Can you okay. be working in a field that you love yet not be living out your divine calling on earth? Absolutely. Happens all the time, all the time. So what that looks like is we don't know what we're passionate about until we do something. And when you do it, there's a hook. There's some type of an emotional attachment to it. And so you're like, I like this. There's, I want to do more of this. And so you get in and you're doing it. You're like, you're loving it. You're like, man, this is the coolest. For example, my daughter works at a coffee shop and she loves, she's so, so, so happy there. She's been there probably two months. They have the core values that she has. She loves making coffee. It's so beautiful. That's not her calling. Her divine calling is not to stay in the coffee shop for the rest of her life. You know, she's going to build on that, but it's the beginning or the middle, you know, it could be the middle of this thing. But what's happening is the more you love what you're doing, the closer you are to getting to that sweet spot, to that divine calling. So what I like to think of it is like a roller coaster. You know how, when you're on a roller coaster and it's taking you up, 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 and and then you get to that place and it does that hump where it feels like maybe you're, you're jumping off the tracks. That's what it feels like when you're leveling up, when you, it's like, you're enjoying, you're liking it. You think this might be your sweet spot, but then something happens and you level up and you're going higher. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is even better. So I just experienced that last week. I have this beauty brand and I love it. I love it. It's easy for me to work 
the hours that I work with that brand because I love it so much. But I remember when I first started it, people were like, you know, like it was such a big deal. And I'm like, y'all calm down. It's sugar scrub, you know, like I'm not solving world hunger or curing cancer. It's just a sugar scrub or it's just shea butter. I used to say it's just shea butter, you know, but it's like, no, there's something deeper that's actually happening here. You're solving a problem, but you're connecting with people. And so the, the further I explored that, I was like, it's the people that I love. It's solving the problems for the people. And then going deeper and deeper. Well, then doing this made to become when this vision building showed up, I was like, oh yeah, this is what I truly love. It's like, I do love, I do love manufacturing and I do love creating these really cool products and branding is so much fun. You know, you just really get to, for me personally, I get to bring all of my art and all of the, the writing and the, the poetry and all of those things but then it's like, oh, you get to go deeper and you get to help people find their calling. Well, last week I had a challenge and it was, it was a five day, what a woman challenge. And the idea was the tagline was going from made up, like made up makeup kind of deal, made up to made of. Okay. So we spent five days talking about preeminent beauty. And I walked through describing what preeminent beauty was. And I didn't know what it was until I started the challenge. I was like, Lord's going to show me what this is. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that he said, do it. So I did it. And each day I would have a topic and I would have a speaker and I would just let it play out. And each morning as I would prepare, the Lord would reveal more and more and more. And on the final day, I was, I wanted to run and scream. I was like, God, you're so cool. This is crazy. And what he did was he pulled the entire thing together. And I saw he was combining my love of making things beautiful, making people beautiful. And I don't mean beautiful on the outside, that too. Also that I'm talking about all the way around, not only inside, but preeminent beauty. And he, he helped me to define it. He showed me what the passion for preeminent beauty. He showed me what that was. It's the same tools that I use for my vision building course. He showed me what the passions for preeminent beauty was. He showed me what the purpose, the delivery system for it was. And he showed me what the great vision was and the most powerful. He showed me what the intention for preeminent beauty was. And when I saw the whole thing, I was like, Lord, I was created for this very thing. Like everything that I just said, I was born for it. That was for me. I saw all of the gifts and callings that I have in me. They're flowing through that thing because everything got combined. So, you know, all together. That's what it looks like when you're really, really living in your divine calling. I saw, I mean, the Lord showed me, he was like, this is what you were born to do. And I was like, I agree. So fun. Ah, I love it. Okay. Well, can you define preeminent beauty for us, for those of us that don't know what that means? I sure can. I can now. (laughs) When I started it, I could not, but here's what preeminent beauty is. So Preeminent beauty is the transcendence of the glory of creation. Okay. And so what the Lord showed me was that word transcend means to rise above or to go beyond the limits of something. It means to triumph over the negative aspects of something or to go above and beyond the universe or material existence. So I was like, okay, the tra- to transcend, to go outside of the universe with beauty. Okay. Then he walked me through all of it. It was like the word glory is preem. It means preeminent. The Greek word for glory is preeminence. 
I didn't know that until, until I finished. I mean, like as I was preparing this challenge and it was like, okay, so I was sitting last November in front of a fireplace, my fireplace. And I saw this all play out. I saw this idea. It was like, okay, you've got your kindling and your tinder. Your tinder is the little, the leaves, the acorns, we get acorns and we throw them in the fire and, you know, just the little sticks and the little tiny things. That's, that's tinder. And tinder burns really hot and really fast. I mean, it, it goes up and then it dies really, really fast. Okay. And then he showed me that there is kindling and the kindling's the thicker logs, not the big one, but the thicker logs, you know, and those thicker logs hold heat longer, but just a little longer, not a whole lot, but a little bit longer. Okay. And then you have the log. And so he just laid it all out for me. He said, tinder, the purpose of tinder, the little sticks is to allure its target to come closer. Okay. If you could see me right now, I'm like, you know, motioning to someone, come here, come here. That's what outer beauty is. Outer beauty is tender. Things that are beautiful, things that just immediately you, you turn your head really fast because you're just drawn to it so fast. That's tender. And I thought it was so interesting, this dating app called Tinder. And the motto for it is swipe right. Swipe right. You know, you look at these people and you're just looking at the outside. You're going attraction, not attraction, attraction, not attraction. You know, it's that instant thing. And it's necessary. It's necessary because it's got to, it's got to get your attention. But if you just have Tinder, if you only have that and you act toward that, it burns hot and fast and it only leaves ash and memories of the flame. It's cannibalistic in nature. So when your flesh sees something that it likes and it consumes it immediately and then it's gone, it cannibalized it. It didn't serve its purpose. Okay. Then the second one, kindling, it's harder to ignite, but it has a deeper beauty. It has to hold the flame longer for you to be able to see the beauty. It takes a little bit for it to to start up. You know, the flame does last longer and it's able to sustain heat longer. But ultimately, if it doesn't ignite the log, the big log, it has no purpose. The purpose for the kindling for these bigger logs is the Lord showed me the scripture as deep calls to deep. In the roar of your waterfalls, all of your billows and your breakers have swept over me. This kindling, this beauty overwhelms you. It sweeps over you and it overtakes you and it takes you higher and higher and deeper and deeper. And its purpose is to ignite the source of life. What's the source of life? The log. The log. If you just took your tinder and your kindling and you burned them in a fireplace, you would have heat and warmth for a few minutes. That's it. That's not what you need. You need the log to warm up the entire room and you might need to cook on it. We saw that in uh, February when everybody lost the power in Texas, you know, people were cooking dinner in their fireplace. And what it does is that log brings life. It gives life. It gives energy. It gives heat. It gives warmth. It gives life. That is the purpose, the vehicle that beauty gets in. And then eventually the final thing is after it's all burnt, what remains is that preeminent beauty. It's the glory of God. You get to see what all just happened. I saw this beautiful thing. 
I had access to it. We went deeper. It gave us warmth. It gave us light. And what was left is we're all alive. We've grown. We've overcome these hard things and we've gotten deeper and closer to the Lord. And then he went on to show me a scripture in Revelation and it just blew my mind. It laid every single thing out. He showed me the purpose of beauty, this tender and the kindling leads to the preeminent beauty. The purpose of this preeminent beauty is to use attraction and desire to testify to the creator, the purity of his intention and design form and function to reveal the architecture of beauty and this transcendence of the glory of creation. The great vision for beauty is to prepare, this is so cool, the reason we have beauty is to prepare the bride for its groom and to bring to pass this glorious reunion, this making one coming together of Christ, all of creation in the church. And then this intention of beauty is to unify, to become one. And I saw this scripture. It is Revelation 21. And it says, an angel of the Lord said, come to me and I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. Then he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out from the heavens, arrayed with God's glory. That word glory means preeminence. Her radiance, the bride's radiance, the city, is like a very precious stone, like a jasper stone, bright as crystal. It goes on to describe the architecture the gates, how big and wide it is. The angel is measuring with the measuring tape. You see all the stones, all the glass describes every single bit of it. And it said, I didn't see a sanctuary in it because the Lord God, the almighty and the lamp are its sanctuary. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine in it because God's glory, his preeminence lights it up. And the lamp is the lamb. And this is where we come in. It says the nation's The nations are the people whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It says the nations will walk in its light and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. The kings of the earth are the people who step into this preeminent beauty where where they've gone through the fire and everything gets burned. And what remains is this preeminence, this glory of God. The kings of the earth bring their glory into this kingdom. And so as I was walking through all of that, I was like, that's what preeminence is. That's what preeminent beauty is. That's what it's for. And so what it looks like in the natural is it looks like beautiful, anything, everything, anything that draws your attention on first glance. And then the the next level going deeper, it's like, oh, kindness, forgiveness. We cry at forgiveness. We cry when there's a reconciliation, we cry, you know, like our hearts are so moved when you see something that's helpless, that someone helps, you know, someone comes along and, and we see the human condition, but those things alone are nothing if they don't have this greater purpose. But boy, once it lights something even greater, then you get this preeminence. So that's what I have. So good. Wow. There's so many different directions we could go. I think it's just something where we're just going to tell everybody rewind, listen to that again. That was so amazing. And I love when God just fits everything together and you don't know what he's going to do, but you're just taking a risk and stepping out in obedience. And you're like totally blown away. Those are my favorite things about God. So good.
Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.